0: Perigdale Mishnah base, the Mishnah says like this. Gavaldik, Mishnah Mishnah. Azay Oimeh. With me? Yeah, this is Gavaldik. Yeah, azay Oimeh. Have a rot la mitzvah color. Run to a light mitzvah. We'll have to explain. O boireach min aveira. And run away from aveira. She mitzvah geireres mitzvah. One mitzvah causes, leads on to another mitzvah. The aveira geireres aveira. She. Mitzvah. Mitzvah. Okay, there are songs, and therefore we know some of these things. But let's understand the Mishnah from a little bit of a um, Muslim perspective, to understand a little bit of what is going on over here, when it comes to this incredible Mishnah. So, first of all, I want to give you a little bit of a Hagdama. The Koshnitzah Maggid once had the following Maisa. And I think this sort of is a little bit of introduction into this, into this Mishnah. The Kojnat Magid once got up from the Shabbos table, and as he got up from the table, the table moved, and the, on the table he had the candlesticks with the candles for Shabbos Kodesh, and it caused it to fall down, the candle fell down, and it extinguished. Now that's a Malacha of Kibu, and obviously he didn't do that intentionally. Now, the, the magid the Kojnitz of started crying, but not just crying, he started crying uncontrollably. They just couldn't stop him. And his son, who was there, who tried to console him, and said, listen, it was an accident, total. It wasn't even like a shaygig, it was like a masasag. you didn't even know you were doing it, you had no shaykh to it, you pushed it up on the table, and it nudged the table, the table, you know, shook, and that caused the candle to go down. Like, it was no connection to you. And he tried to sort of calm him down. And the Kojnitz magid explained the very big essayed. He said, it's not this that I'm crying for. I'm worried about which sin this is going to cause. In other words, the Koshnitz Magin understood, yes, of course, this Avera was not really attributed to me, because I didn't do anything. But, it's an Avera. And therefore, as the Mishnah tells us over here, the S'chav and Avera is another Avera. So, so, therefore, okay, could be. But therefore, what he was understanding was this Mishnah was, is almost like a magnet. A magnet has a magnetic force that causes things to draw closer to it. So if what you're doing is a mitzvah, is a good thing, it's chesed, it's Torah, it's helping somebody else, whatever it's doing, it's something to get closer to Hashem, that magnet will cause other mitzvahs to come your way also. But if what you're doing is an avera, so that automatically is going to cause other things also. In fact, there's a, uh, Rabbi Rucham, a famous Rabbi Yochem in Das Torah, where he brings, uh, this is the sugyah, of, uh, by Yaakov and Esau, where the Dastoria brings that he says that every person has a spiritual magnet. And the question is, what is that magnet drawing? Is it drawing good things? Or is it drawing negative, bad things? And that's what the Mishnah is telling us. But that's the beginning, that's the end of the Mishnah. Let's just go to the the beginning of the Mishnah. It's something we spoke about last night by Shalashidas. It's a very big side. this idea. Big Mitzvah, small Mitzvah, light Mitzvah, heavyweight Mitzvah. How do we define that, by the way? Um... So we have a few Mishnahs. The Mishnah at the beginning of Peric base also says the same thing. You should be careful in a light Mitzvah like a choma Mitzvah because you don't know the Shachar Mitzvahs. In other words, we don't know what the rabbi says. Wow, that's a big Mitzvah. Or, eh, that's a small one. You don't know. And therefore, you think that's a big one. You're going to culture on that one. Rather, be careful with the small ones just as much as the big ones because you don't know the difference. I mean, here, it's slightly different. Different sensitivity. Over here, this, the Mishnah is telling us to run to a light mitzvah. Let's understand this. Rashi says, what is the definition of a light mitzvah? Zugrashi, the definition of a light mitzvah is one that appears easy to you. It's not expensive. It doesn't take up a lot of time. It's an easy thing. Doing your chesed for another yid could be an example of a very easy mitzvah, for one thing. You now, Ravik de talks about this as well. Do a chesed for someone else without knowing who's going to get the chesed, and without the recipient of the one who got the chesed knowing that it's you. What's a classic example? Filling up the Nagel Vasa, the cup, the clean, after you finish finished washing your hands, for the next person. Now, you don't know who the next person is. One of your roommates, another guy in yeshiva, doesn't make a difference. You are doing a chesed that that guy's going to come along. Oh, it's full already. Great. And he "He doesn't have to do it. It's a tiny little chesed. It's not expensive. doesn't take a lot of time. You're drying your hands anyway. You flip the switch. Off you go. Boom. Someone else feels good about about his life. Someone else did a chesed for me, right? So, that's the definition of what this Mishnah means, is a mitzvah color, a light one. The Tiferis Yisrael on the Mishnahis brings, very interestingly, five types of a minor mitzvah. How does he define a light minor mitzvah? Listen to this. Number one. So the Shishol, a mitzvah that does not take a long time to perform and that does not require a tremendous amount of physical involvement, similar to Rashi. Number two, a mitzvah that does take time but are easy to fulfill because you're accustomed to it. He gives an example of davening, right? It takes time, but it kind of it's not like you know difficult. It takes time, you're used to it. Whatever that's number two. Number three, a mitzvah that you would keep even if the Torah would not command it. For example. Honoring your parents is what we call a mitzvah sikhlis. It's something that's so basic that even the goyim understand a bit of respect for your parents, right? Of course, they do it differently to us. Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever. Once a year to send them a card isn't really being yitzah. The mitzvah, but the idea is the same. The idea is, it's a mitzvah that you basically would have done in some form, even without the Torah having commanded it. Number four, a mitzvah that you enjoy. What's an example of a mitzvah you enjoy? Eating on Shabbos. I love eating, so I'm doing it on Shabbat, I'm getting a mitzvah. So, so that's a light mitzvah, because you enjoy it anyway, you get Hanar no from it. And number five, a mitzvah that we do in front of other people, which um, sometimes we do only because people are looking at us, and it upholds our reputation, such as shaking a lot eating matzah, sometimes, I'm not saying people do this for this reason, but there are some people that would do it because of other people, right? For example, people are very makbid during the Svirah, not to shave their beards. And sometimes someone could ask the question, like, seriously, you're not mapped on many other things. This one, you're mopping yeah, because everyone sees it. <laughs> it's going it be pretty obvious to the world if you're not shaving your beard, right? LMI, sometimes we do things, they're easy to do, only because we're worried about what people are going to think of us. I'm not saying these are all right, but I'm just saying that's what Teperistrol explains. Five categories is what is considered to be a light mitzvah. Okay? Now, the ushami brings down, the kedushin Kedushin, um, the ushami Kedushin brings down a and base. In other words, whatever the Torah tells you to guard that you should guard, because you don't know which of them comes Chaim, comes life. I'll give you an example. We know, the Torah says, at the end of Parashas Bereshis, the Noach Motza Be'en HaShem, Noach found favor in God's eyes, asks to a kodish. How? How do you do it? I also want to find favor in HaShem's eyes. How do you do it? How did no- Noach find favor in Hashem's eyes? I would like to do the same thing. Give me the secret. So Chaim HaKadosh says, he did two or three mitzvahs, and those found favor in Hashem's eyes. So what are they? I'm not going to tell you. He doesn't actually say clearly that he knows. The idea is, the Torah didn't want to tell us. Why? Because everyone's going to run to those. But the idea is, we don't know what looks kosher in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's eyes. We don't know. And also, we've given so many different categories of what's considered to be a mitzvah color. Litzvah hamura. But one thing is clear. One thing is clear. They all have equal rights. All the mitzvahs have to be treated equally. Not that, okay, that one I keep. That one, I don't know. It's not for me yet. I'm not holding there. Come on, Rabbi. I'm not into it yet. It doesn't work that way. We have to run to the Mishnah. Run. The Rosh sure running. They don't fight that by any other place. Run to a mitzvah color. Obviously, it's something that a person has to work hard toward, to make sure that he gives the same chashivas to a mitzvah color like anything else, and that's why it's interesting. Reb Chaim Kanievsky's Atzal has a sefer called the Yeshia. In the back of that sefer, he goes through various things that people are mazalzal in. It's interesting how Reb Chaim and his little Dalad Amos, knew what the world was mazalzal. He got them all right. Mazalzal means they disgrace; they don't take with the severity that they should. And he goes through a list. I'll show it to you afterwards if you want. Beautiful. He goes through a list of. He, he has an interesting one, by the way, which I found very interesting. And he says that people, if I remember correctly, it's been many years since I saw it, but I think it's there. He talks about people that are like sitting towards the front of the shawl, and when they finish davening, they turn around. You know, you look around, looking around. He, he says, that's, that's not right, because you're disturbing, disturbing people's that. kavana. Yeah. people are doubling, people look looking at you. I'm not saying it's osa, but I mean, there's halachas and Semikov Bezah that talks about walking in front of people and being mispalah. That's another example, right? For example, everyone knows Simon Kov Bass, Cotton base, where it says clearly you can't walk in front of someone who's done s or take three steps back while someone behind you is dumb ishmanasa. A guy's will look at it and say, listen, that's a, uh, I'm not holding that. Let me, let me do kashras, let me do shabbat, let me do twin, let me do the big ones. They' we concentrate on the small ones. It's not true. Here the mission is telling us differently. We need to concentrate on the small ones. I mentioned yesterday about Shalashidas. Something which I think is very, very important. Now like, the Alif you know, when you've got a painter, my wife paints, as you've seen from my house beautiful paintings, I really enjoy them, and she's hoping to start to, to open up like a little studio or something and start painting properly and all proceeds to yeshiva, obviously. No, but um, she does it very, very well. She really has beautiful paintings, uh, really beautiful. <laughs> anyway, so um, so one of the things I've noticed, not only with her paintings, but anyone's painting, I'm not into art that much, but I, I enjoy it. Good painting, is beautiful. The more detail a painting has, the more professional the artist is. That's obvious. Right? My my kids, my little daughter, Sarah, she makes also paintings. She's starting to learn in school how to do painting. She does great paintings. I actually got one on my wall now, actually. If you've seen, if you walk into my house this morning, you'll see. I got, actually, someone noticed it on Shabbos afternoon. Oh, a new painting. Right? But it had her name, not my wife's name on the side over there. But you could, it's beautiful. It's really, really nice painting. But the detail isn't the same. Why? She's learning. She's growing. It takes time. The more professional you are, the more into it you are, the more dedicated you are to what you do, the more detail you put in. And I think it's very much with Yiddish quite the same thing. You can't just say, listen, Rabbi, I'm going to do Shabbos, I'm going to do kashas, I'm going to do like the big ones that define Yiddin and all that. The small ones, no, when I get that. No, 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 no. What defines someone who's really dedicated? What defines someone that has a real connection? is the details. So for example, when you get married, all at the right time, it's going to be about the details. Your wife is going to notice the little details that you do in your marriage. That's what's important. Of course you're going to do the big stuff. You're going to make Parnosa, you're going to bring the kids, you're going, to, you're, going do, you're going to learn with your kids, you're going to do all the things that you need to do. But when, for example, you leave the house to work and you take a little piece of paper and you write a little letter to your wife saying, I'm going off to work and I just want to let you to know I'm thinking about you, have a wonderful day. It's a small little thing, it takes, what, a few seconds? She's going to take that note, that's a detail. It's a small detail, but it makes all the difference. Because when you have a relationship, the details are important. When you have a relationship with the Rabbi Shalom, which is ultimately what we're trying to do and every mitzvah causes us to become closer and closer. Really, that's the idea of all mitzvahs. And, and Hashem doesn't need our mitzvahs. He doesn't need us to eat matzah. He doesn't need us to put on twinin. He does it because He wants a relationship. Right? 613 ways of becoming closer to the Rabbi having a relationship with Hashem. That's what it's all about. Therefore, every detail you put in shows the Rabbi Shalom how dedicated you are. I'll give you an example. You have a business. And you hire a bunch of workers okay we've said this example so many times but it just brings the point through and you've got a bunch of workers and you're looking to fire you have to downsize difficult times whatever i need to fire a couple of guys you're going to look who to fire right you're not just going to fire Stan. we're going to see who do i not need so obviously if someone's in a department that you're no longer using obviously you're not going to do that anymore you're going to fire them but let's say everyone's equal what am i going to do so i'm going to see i've got two workers over here one guy Comes on time, 9 to 5. He never clocks in late, and he never clocks out early. He's always there on time. It's a dedication. Never in his life, of in this company, was he ever late. He was always on time. Beautiful. Got another guy, sometimes stays a bit later, or sometimes comes a bit earlier. He's got paperwork to catch up on, emails. He had to be in the office, whatever. He had to do certain things. Which guy are you going to take? Obviously, you're going to take the guy that stays longer and does more. I, but the other guy's great. He does, he does exactly his job. He doesn't need to come earlier. doesn't need to stay late. He's doing the job perfectly. But I say a guy's more dedicated. I say, even if it's a small thing, the Rabbanishim sees our dedication. And when he sees our dedication, that shows a person that's really dedicated is by the small things. And that's what's important. I want to tell you, a Mayudikah, brings the Maral. The brings the Maral. Again, the Lashin over here, over here is Obi Run away! From an the is strong. Even though the Mishnah refers to a light and a grave mitzvah, it does not refer to a light and grave Aveira. That's what's interesting. It says again, a huh. light What happened to colour or homo? Light or easy or hard. What happened to that? Zuk the because a person is naturally inclined to do an Avera, and there is no sin as graved in, they're all light. As I should take the Teferi the Shame, the Marel. Right? Every Avera we don't look at as, this is a big one, this is a small one. Yeah, we have ones that we know are like, Kenegad collar Averas and the you Kareis know, and whatever. But like our we have to realize Averas unfortunately are something that we do too easily. And as we said in the beginning, the Mitzvah Geureris Mitzvah, Avera Geureris Avera, the Scha Mitzvah is another Mitzvah, and the Scha Avera is another Avera Mitzvah. Tomorrow we'll continue with the next Mitzvah.